It's an honor to, it's always an honor to stand here, but especially on a day like Christmas, because every day, every Sunday, well, every day belongs to God, but especially on His day that we celebrate His birth, it's an honor. I want to give honor to my pastor for allowing me to stand up here. Thank you, Jesus. I have a... Uh, I have a word that I've... Um, that God's put in me for, uh, for today. And I, and I want us to... Because as I've, as I've been in prayer... Um, over, over what to say... Um, I don't know what to say on Christmas, you know, but uh, as a prayer of what to say, God, God began to kind of unfold this to me, and I want to, I just want to share this with y'all. Um, in Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-eight, we see the original intention of God and humanity. He says it. And God blessed them, Adam and Eve, and he said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over everything. He said, I've given you everything. I've given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth, every tree which is, in, which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, everything that creeps, wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and it was very good. God's original intention for us that he saw was good was that we receive everything from him directly. Dr. Mills brought that great revelation on the bride of Christ that was, that was fantastic. And, that, and this was one of the main teachings that I got out of it this year was our place in God is that we get to a place in a relationship with him where we only receive from him. We don't have to do anything in ourselves. We don't have to work anything up. I've just received from him. And that was the relationship that God originally intended. And we all know what Adam did and messed all that up. And went out and had to figure out how to make stuff happen for himself. And, but God sent Jesus. He sent Jesus to save us from our sins and all the things to know about him. But the purpose of Jesus was to become the second Adam and to restore a relationship with God, not just forgive us of our sins, but to restore a relationship with God where we enter back into a place where I don't have to worry about how I'm going to do for myself all the time, how I'm going to figure out how to be holy enough, how I'm going to figure out how to be, how to make enough money, how to take care of my family. I don't have to figure out. I, I can enter back into a place through Jesus where I am reconnected with my Father, and I can just receive whatever he has for me. We've been learning about, about connecting with God and abiding in him that Pastor was just talking about. We've been learning about how when we connect and we abide, we, we, when we abide in the vine, we just receive what the vine gives us. That's it. A branch doesn't make anything on its own. It receives from the vine and then it produces fruit and it does what it does because it's a branch. It's not the vine. We just, I'm connected and I receive doesn't have to do anything on my own. And so that's the, Jesus was the second 
Adam so that he, we could be reconnected and have everything that God had planned for us. And we see in Luke chapter 10, the message, not Luke chapter 10, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 2, verse 10. I'm going to reread some of what Pastor just read. Um, we see the message that God sent to announce the purpose of His Son being born. It's important when somebody shows up to announce someone's arrival because they're telling us why I need to pay attention to this person's arrival. So here's what it says. Let, we're going to read it again. Luke 2, starting in verse 10, it says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign unto you. You'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And then suddenly all of heaven joined in because this next announcement was so powered by every voice in heaven that he wanted everything on earth to hear what God was saying about Jesus. He says, Jesus is coming and saying, glory to God in the highest. On earth, peace, goodwill towards me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The angels proclaimed the purpose of Jesus coming here. Now, until this point, God was not at peace with men. That's the reason it was significant. He was not, he didn't have goodwill towards men. It had actually been several hundred years before God had even bothered to speak to a human being. Because We've read the whole Old Testament. We see Israel did one thing after another. They, they get in trouble. They call on him. They get in trouble again. They call on him. He sent them out of Israel. They called on him. He sent them back. Sent them out of Israel again. They found themselves in some sort of semi-exile at this point. They've been taken over by the Romans. The Romans set up the, the priesthood. The Jews didn't. They decided who was going to run Israel. Um, they didn't have holiness in Israel. There was no voice of God in Israel. There were priests who were established by the world, proclaiming whatever the world wanted them to proclaim and using the gospel, using the promises of God to manipulate and control people. That was all they had. They had no voice. There was no goodwill towards men from heaven. There was judgment and silence until and how many of us have ever felt that way where i don't feel there god said the bible says there's goodwill towards me the bible says there's peace for me but all i feel is silence from heaven all i feel is judgment and guilt from heaven i don't feel goodwill but he says jesus has arrived and here's the first thing he tells us is peace has come back. Hey, Shandolobo Satara Makande. Hallelujah. Peace. I've restored peace with you, with humanity. And I have now turned in my face back to you. And I have goodwill towards you again. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. He was at war with us. 
Israel was not who they had been called to be. They were not a light set on a hill. They were not a testimony to the nations of the goodness of God. They were not the blessing to the world that God had intended them to be. They were under control of sin. That's just where they were at. They were under the control of sin. They tried to play church. They tried to do all the stuff. They made themselves feel good enough. By, because they got to, at least, at least with Romans, they got to keep their own little tabernacles and do their little churchy things, and they let them do a few things. But all they had was just a religion. They didn't have a relationship. God had not spoken to them since the time of the prophets. But he said, I'm ready to talk to us again. Hallelujah. The promise of Jesus, he came to fulfill two offerings to God. One was the sin offering. He covered our sin. He was the Lamb of God. But there's another one that we don't talk about very much that Jesus also fulfilled, and it was called the peace offering. And he told us why he was coming. Yes, he's going to restore us back to a relationship with God, but he's restoring us to peace with God. And there were actually two different sacrifices in the Old Testament. There was the one where we wash our sins away, but then there's another one where I become put back in right standing with God. I find myself through this offering at peace with my Father. Hallelujah. In Leviticus chapter 3, verse 1, he tells us what the peace offering is. He, he gives us the prescription of what it should be. It has to be perfect. It has to be blameless. It, can be, it has to be a male. It has to be all of these things. And it costs us something. It costs me something. I don't get to just show up and give whatever I want to give. I have to give a certain thing. Bulls, goats, sheep were expensive Poor people didn't have them. It cost, it cost them. They had to save up to be able to offer a peace offering to God to be made right with him. It cost me something. In Leviticus chapter 7, it tells us all the reasons, starting in verse 11, why we would give a peace offering. He says, and I'm just going to kind of skip through it, I want to thank God. I want to have a vow to God. There's several reasons, but all of them revolve around one thing, and that it's voluntary. I have to have a sin covering. Have to. You couldn't live in Israel and not have a sin offering. You had to, or you had to leave Israel. But if you want to be peace, at peace with your father, that was a voluntary offering. They made up their mind and said, I don't have to do this. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not in sin. But I want to be in a right standing relationship. I want to be at peace with my father. I want when God looks at me for him not to see all the things that I've done wrong. I, want him, I don't want him to look at me and just see another human who's going about their life and doing their own thing. I want him to look at me and see somebody who has paid the price to have a peace relationship. Goodwill from my father to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. The peace offering was not about forgiveness of sins. It was about restoring our connection with God. It was also called a fellowship offering. So I can have fellowship. Hallelujah, Jesus. It was the price that Jesus paid so that we could have, in, not just be covered. You see, something had to be done. 
God made creation and he realized how desperately lost humanity was. Something had to be done for our sin to be blotted out and be washed away. Something had to be done. But nothing had to be done to restore our relationship with him. Didn't have to be done. God didn't have to destroy us if we could just have our sin washed away. Jesus became the peace offering because he said, I will go. I volunteer myself because I love them and because I want a right relationship with them. I want peace with our, between God and people. I want a restoration of that connection. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The perfect sacrifice had to be made to restore humanity. He, didn't have, he had to do something, but he didn't have to go through all that he did. It, that's why in Isaiah 53 it says, Surely he has borne our grief. He's carried our sorrow. Yet we did, him, we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, but he was wounded. For our transgression, and he was bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement that brought us peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That he he went through all of those things. It says the chastisement that brought our peace back with God was upon him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. So, some many of us find ourselves in a relationship with God where we have made enough of a sacrifice of our life to have our sins covered. I've asked Jesus into my heart. I'm saved. My sins have been forgiven me. And, I'm, and I am righteous before God because of the blood of Jesus. But we find ourselves in a situation where we're not at peace with Him. How do I know I'm not at peace with Him? Because if my heart is drawn to other things all the time, that battle, that was not meant for us. That's not at peace with God. If I'm, if I'm constantly being pulled, I need to get out of the prayer. I need to get out of church. I need to, get, need to go out here with all my friends who do other things and live for myself. I need to go do all of these other things. If, I, if I'm pulled constantly into that battle of, no, 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 I really want to be right. I want to be saved. I want to do all the right things. I want to live for Jesus, but I want all this, I want all this other stuff too. I want to get pull, I'm pulled. I'm pulled. Just pulled to live for myself sometimes. Just pulled out. Maybe I'm pulled into offense, and so I get out. Whatever I'm pulled into that I'm getting out of the prayer, I'm getting out of, of abiding and being at peace with God, that's not living at peace. That is living in war. That's a battle. And, it, and it, that's the reason we find ourselves going, oh, I'm on fire, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited about it. And then after a while, I find myself saying, I just need a break. God, what more do you want from me? All these other people, they do all these other things. Surely some of them are right. I just want to go do something else sometime. 
that's if we find ourselves in that up and down and up and down, excited and low, excited and low, excited and low, we're in we're in a battle. We're in a battle that God did not intend us to be in. We're in a battle that we don't have to live in anymore. There is, there is another offering to make to God besides Jesus. I want you to, I, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I want to give all of my sin to you. I want to lay my burden of my sin upon you. There's another offering to make that's a free will offering. Not saying you're going to hell if you, if you live in that. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is there's another place to go to where I can be free of a battle, where I can be free and have peace because Jesus came. It was what the angels announced as he came in, as he was being born. They said, glory to God, because now peace, peace has come back to humans. Peace has come back to God's people. Goodwill towards men has come back to God's people. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 My God, you paid the price for peace. Where I don't have to live in a in a constant, I'm in and I'm out, and I'm always being pulled by sin. No, no, that's not peace. The chastisement that brought us peace was placed upon him, and he bore it willingly. So that if we, we make that one other offering and just say, God of my own free will. Of my own free will, God. You know I could probably go to heaven and be fine, Jesus, but I just I need to go another step into you, God. And I give my free will offering because I want to be at peace with you, God. I want to give the perfect offering, God, where I just lay my life down in order to abide in you and not have anything held back from you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I know some of you are hearing that and you're saying, oh my God, I do. I do feel that battle in me. It may be a little battle. It may be a big battle. It may have been a big battle in the past and you feel like it's a little battle now. I'm talking about if there's, if there's a battle in you at all. At all. It doesn't have to be there. You don't have to have a battle of getting pulled out and trying to get back in. It's not a life that God had planned. And it's one of the reasons, it is the main reason that Jesus came back to earth is because through that peace, we obtain goodwill from God and we are entered back into a connected relationship with him where we have what Adam had and I receive everything I had. And, and that's, do you know that Israel actually couldn't eat any meat unless they presented it to God as a peace offering first? So we get good stuff when we give our life to God. We don't do without anything. It's not a, it's not a sad thing. Oh, I've got to give up so much. No, I don't even get to have the steak until I present my peace offering to God. I don't get to have the good stuff. I get some rice and beans. But if I can give my life to God, I get all of it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, some of us I know, let's stay in really fast because some of us I know are in have felt that battle of I'm just I just feel the pull. 
I just, I just, I just feel the pull to into whatever, into offense, into, into lust, into the world, into drugs and alcohol. I don't want to, God. I want to give my whole life to you, but I find myself pulled back into it. Some of it's just stuff on TV I don't need to be watching, and it just made, I fill my mind up with myself because of it. Some of it's doing whatever I need to do to get some money. All I do is work all the time, and I, and I forget about you. God, help us, God. It's time for that battle to be over with. I want to invite you, if, if we want to be free and receive all that Jesus came to earth, 2016 years ago to give us let's come to the front and be set free in the name of Jesus hallelujah